Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters Podcast, a Star Wars Legion podcast talking anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name is Corey, and with me today is John and Brendan. How's it going, Bucket Brains? It's going good. Bucket Brains. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying new nicknames for you guys. Um, this one's from Rebels. Uh, I think yeah, Ezra says yeah. it a bunch. Yeah. Bucket Heads. It's bucket familiar. Heads a lot. Bucket Heads. I, I think Bucket Brains is also one maybe one time anyways they, they might but you know since i, I mostly play it. empire it works <laughs> <laughs> that's right uh so today on the podcast we're going to be talking about atlantic city open uh all three of us went and we're going to talk about how we did the list we brought and then we're going to go over some of the new shadow collective rules and uh, maybe some interesting new lists that are possible right um something that just sparks our interest so how about I'll start it off with the Atlantic City Open. Uh, so that was a fun time. Uh, let's see. I went with my old Adepticon list. Um, so for those of you that don't know what that was, it is uh, I ran droids. So it was a separatist list with the AAT, with the uh, OOM pilot with uh, higher energy shells. And then it was um, five B1s. Two of them had snipers. Two of them had repair bots. One of them was naked. And then I had two spiders um, with uh, attack protocols, the ion cannon, and then link targeting array. And then I was running uh, one Magna Guard with just a rocket. And to top it off with my commander, it was Kalani with comms relay. Uh, it's just like a droid's good stuff, right? Like everything's good. Uh, I love having the tank there to just shoot and maybe stomp on a KP, uh, key positions point in the center. And then I have a Magna Guard to like go um, go toe to toe with like anyone that comes close in melee that I couldn't mow down at range four. That's that's the idea of, about how the the, uh, the list operates. So I'll go quickly um, quickly over some of the more interesting battles that I had. Uh, so I went total for the whole event. I went two and two. So day one, uh, I ended up two and one and. My final game for the day one, I played against Evan Bolris. That sneaky raccoon got me again. <laughs> once on stream at Adepticon and once here at Atlantic City Open. So this time, um, this time he beat me on the bid. Uh, I forgot to mention it in my um, in my list overview, but I'm 791, and ideally I want to be blue player, sit at range four and shoot. Um, but he beat me by one point on the bid, so he we used his battle deck, and his list was like stuff, the stuff of nightmares for mine, especially with his battle deck. So he was running clones, uh, Captain Rex, and you know just a mishmash of like clones, and then he had three naked barks, um, and then one Wookie, one Wookie warriors with like a battle shield. Um, so then during the objective, during the you know the battle card flip. Um, we landed on payload and I think it was major offensive. Um, yeah, payload, major offensive. And then I can't remember the condition. Um, it was probably clear. And payload was like the best option out of, you know, hostage or um, any of the other ones. So that's what I went with. Uh, I made some mess ups there. Uh, I went with my tank and two spiders too early. In like round three i think the way we set up our payloads i was going we were going the opposite direction of each other and my payload point was a little bit closer to me than his was to him if that makes sense so i had a better chance to get to score more points so yeah, payload um, is not good I, for your army no not really i don't want to move <laughs> i want to be lame and just sit back and shoot um, so then what happened was he played the three pip, which I think gives four orders out for clones, maybe five. Cause he had fives. Um, and what happened was, uh, in my head, I was like, oh man, he's going to do like this big fire support and just like crush, crush a spider because like my spiders just don't make saves. If you, if the, if you get any type of crit, they don't make any saves. <laughs> My white dice are very cruel against my spiders. Don't know why, it just happens. Um, 
So I was like, oh man, I I have to like go and shoot at his clones with my spiders before, you know, before they get crushed. Uh, That was my fatal flaw. He did not fire support at all. (laughs) Uh, And then I was like, well, if I already went with my two spiders, I might as well go with my tank. And then uh, I literally left the center of the board open for him to just like openly go and contest my payload uh, like freely. So that was a big oopsie on me. I should have. I should have waited. Uh, and then the other mess up I I should have done was use at least one of my snipe, uh, one of my spiders to go interact with his payload because he only sent one guy over there. Um, I don't really pay, play payload too often because it's not in my battle deck and uh, I just don't practice it. So, yeah, Evan got me real good on that one. Um, my Magnagar just kind of melted out in the open he got like seven hits out and out of cover shot um and they just like they failed all of them all of the saves so i was like great this this is great thanks so your magnet guard are just as good as my red saves got it yeah so i was like this is not great uh they did they did kill wookies which like i guess i can't be too sad about but it was still not a good trade because i needed them i needed them to go lock up and kill another uh kill at least another unit but oh well uh evan got me good on that one uh <laughs> evan and i joked about it later but apparently we were just playing the sweatiest game uh when it didn't even matter because both of us were going to make it to the final day <laughs> <laughs> um i barely edged it out right it was just sos math eludes me um anyways uh so i barely made the final cut and then um Let's see, my final game, um, it was against a rebel mishmash of stuff. Like, it's literally take one of almost everything. And it was a bunch of Pierce in that list. So he had, like, Lando. Um, what is it? Lando, Cassian. Uh, he had R2. He had um, K2. I think he had two snipers, Biston, uh, like, a rebel DLT, a Z6, and then... Uh, what is that? The, the rebel veterans and then the Mark two or Mark threes. So like, it's just like one of everything. Yeah, definitely sounds um, like it. It's almost like a Highlander list of sorts. Yeah, actually that's probably the name for it. The Highlander list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So let's see, we were playing my battle deck and we ended up on, um, long March intercept and he made a play on turn two, which was a scoring turn. Which like I just didn't see him coming. Did I didn't see coming, or like I didn't see him committing to. So, um, what he had done was uh, he had moved Lando up to the intercept point to score the first, um, to try and score first, and then I couldn't kill Lando that turn. So I was like, oh, maybe I will just send one of my B ones into there um, to just go contest it, and then that way neither of us score the middle. But he had double moved Cassian into the middle. I didn't expect him to do that because Cassian had take like taken some wounds uh, from earlier shots. So what I should have done was just let him have it and then just score like in the last few turns. Um, losing that B1 unit was not worth it. Uh, so that was like my major mess up on that one. Uh, and yeah, so and then he, he just pierced and just shot the rest of my stuff through like um what do you call it it was like through light area terrain in the center so those sniper shots were just like no cover at all uh oh well overall i was pretty happy with how i did but that's about it well before we move on to john yeah i mean corey congrats on top eight and two subsequent tournaments so (laughs) thank you thank you yeah, I, it's I funny. Don't, don't know that, what to say. Droids are great. <laughs> <laughs> that that list is a list that if if it was like the round one opponent, you're like, okay, this guy has no idea what's going on. But it's almost the opposite feeling when it's like a top eight game. We were like, all right, well, he probably won all three games going into this, so there is got to be some synergy that I just don't see, and now I have to be anxious the whole time waiting for some like gotcha scenario to unfold in front of you (laughs) 
yeah it was it was interesting like i was like i don't know how this is gonna unfold at all lando just kind of died early um cassian went into pistol mode and just tried getting some crits through honestly the his core was doing most of the work and then the snipers did a lot of work too so um biston had went on top of like a building to just like recover shoot at spiders the entire game <laughs> and i was able to get off a lot of um ions with my two repair bots but um yeah it's just it just wasn't enough i, I needed like one more round of shooting with my aat i think i think i could have won if i had killed at least another rebel act but oh well pretty happy as you should be yeah as you should be well yeah, so cool John, well, how'd it go for you it went well um i also made top eight um i was playing uh just basically another variation of my wookie list that i've been playing for the last six months or so um nine act list 799 um I have no problem playing red. In fact, I kind of prefer it with the Wookiee list because picking the side and getting the terrain that you're looking for is sometimes more important with that list. Um, but yeah, it was uh, two Wookiee warriors, a shooty Wookiee, uh, the Wookiee chieftain, Padme, um, and then three phase one clones, one RPS, one Z6, one naked, nine activation. Um... I dropped one of my heavies to fully load all the Wookiees, so I had tenacity and offensive push on the melee Wookiees with recon intel, and the shooty Wooks had uh, overwatch and targeting scopes, and the chieftain had situational awareness, tenacity, vigilance, and recon intel, and he was actually clutch in a lot of games, because um, with the situational awareness and scale you pretty much can always keep him in heavy cover and kind of sneak him into objectives and he's almost he feels pretty much invincible because on a uh, on a double move especially if you held on to a dodge from the previous turn with vigilance he'll end up with three dodges and heavy cover so it's pretty much like the first five hits are going to go away no problem um and then on top of that, he's got a million wounds. So even if it's like, oh, here's <laughs> here's eight, and it's like, all right, five of those are gone, two to the heavy cover, these three are gone from all these dodges I have here. Uh, and then you roll three saves and take two wounds on average, and it's like, perfect, he's got another five. And then he just runs away and scales back up things. And um, So kind of the idea behind the list was uh, like a peekaboo-style list where they could get in, get out, and ultimately set up um, some cool fire supports that your opponent doesn't necessarily see coming when you utilize scale because they're behind a building and all of a sudden they're on top of the building and get that extra move and then they're right there to get their their bowcaster shot with an extra 10 dice from a z6 that's that's fire supporting into it so you have 18 dice if it's the shooty wooks or 20 dice if it's the melee wooks um oh no 18 and 18 my apologies um so yeah it's a pretty nasty fire support so uh, uh game one was against another clone list um which ended up being breakthrough uh which was a very sweaty game one probably my sweatiest game one that i've played in a <laughs> tournament um <laughs> there was a lot of roles where i was i was setting up a really cool fire support expecting to wipe a squad and the first one um was 11 saves, pierce one, and he saved nine of the 11. So took three wounds with the pierce. And then the squad ran away. Um, he was blue player, so I definitely had to eliminate an activation. Plus he was 10 acts to nine on breakthrough. Um, and we both were playing the secret mission card for Padme. So I was like, I need to eliminate an activation to go up on kill points. And even then still just tie with units going. So... We were kind of almost like toilet bowling around, and I was just chronically trying to set up this fire support that was going to eliminate an act and then allow me to just basically run over this giant pyramid and then say, okay, well, you either lose or you come at, you know, four units of Wookiees, basically. Um, but he saved out of it again on the next one, eight for ten saves. 
and then it ended up being basically a slugfest. So then I was like, all right, it's a YOLO moment. I'm either going to just lose this here and now, or I'm going to charge them. And I ended up winning 7-6 um, for score units scored in breakthrough. But it was like by a hair. There was a single man unit that I had just kind of taken care of that was pushed me over the edge there. Um, game two uh, was an Empire player. We played um, Intercept the Transmissions. And the Wookiees were kind of able to do like a peekaboo scenario where they were in, out, in, out. So there, he was never able to really uh, put enough wounds through to chew them apart. Um, it'd be, you know like one or two wounds here and there, and I just kept getting the center, then kind of retreating out. Then he'd push forward, then I'd set up a fire support, eliminate an act, then move back. So it's kind of like a whole peekaboo situation the whole game. Um, so I think at the end there, I think I limit... He was a 10-act Empire list, and I took out five of the acts, and I was pretty much intact. Um, and then game three was against Mike Zarello, and... Uh, Another intercept game, major offensive. Surprisingly, my game, my game two, um, kind of set me up for that same idea of the peekaboo, where the Wookies would run in, grab the grab the intercept at the end of the scoring round, and then just basically run back out before they got like mowed down. Um, he was playing a droid list, Dooku double magna, um, BX sniper, and then six. Uh, 6B1s, 4, I think, had E5Ss. So he had a lot of range between both Magnas, all the E5Ss, the Sniper, and then uh, Dooku can do all kinds of craziness. So I was like, uh, I'm going to stay at range 3 of you. I don't want to... The last thing I wanted was one of my Wookiee squads to be basically picked up and thrown into a, the middle of the board or an open scenario where then they just get mowed down by the rest of the stuff. So it ended up being uh, not overly interactive. He was able to take some shots on me here and there, but I was I was basically looking at the board, and there was some nice line of sight blockers um, on his intercept point, because with major offensive, you each kind of have like one right on the corner of your deployment and then the one in the middle. So I basically just double-moved the Wookiees all over to his deployment um, between turn one and two, and then got them just just at range one of the intercept so i was able to score all three intercept points at the end of round two the first scoring round so then it was three zero uh and then i was like okay if i can score these three and then score center and mine and then just score mine so almost sweep across then sweep back it would end um being seven five i believe um, because I got the three initial ones. So it'd be three, and then I'd score two, and then I'd score two on the final, even if you got the center. So I basically did this whole sweeping forward with scale and just hopping over things, and then boom, I'd grab the objective, and then they'd run back and scale back over the same thing and be on the other side <laughs> of the terrain so that they couldn't take return shots. Scale is one hell of a keyword. Yes, so I it I think it was well I know it was <laughs> very frustrating I think from Mike's perspective because they would kind of do a last first situation where it's like all right my last couple activations are the Wookies pop out and then they they eat like a couple shots you know a bunch would go away to heavy cover they take two or three wounds maybe lose a Wookie and you're just like well I don't even care I just need to be in and out. So he was picking off Wookiees here and there, but at that point it was like, I don't even have to kill anything. I just need to keep popping in, popping out. Um, and then the fact that like if, if he were to pursue me, then you just get taken down by the Wookiee horde um, of the Chieftain, the double melee. Padme can give him the standby, so it's almost like five Wookiees, basically. Um... So I think he was a little timid about like approaching them too much, and then ultimately what happened is I, I snuck that first intercept point at uh, at the end of round two, got all three, and then basically started retreating behind the buildings and swept <laughs> back to my deployment zone. And I think he, I think he conceded at the end of round four after the second scoring when it was um, 
5-1, and he was like, wait a second. Like, I don't even think I can get to your your home objective to take it from you. And it's like, yeah, it's going to end up being, you know, 7-4, seven, 7-5, seven, seven, regardless of what you do. Um, so then he conceded. So kind of a kind of a, a sneaky peekaboo style uh, smash and grab situation with the Wookies abusing the uh, the scale keyword and getting to pick my side of the table where I was able to kind of set that up a little bit. Um, so that was day one, three and zero, and then came back on Sunday uh, for top eight. Played John Bushman. Um, Ended up being Long March, uh, and the table that we had had no scalable buildings. So it was kind of like a, uh, a fishing town-looking setup, like from uh, The Mandalorian. And uh, so all the buildings had these real sharp peaks, so the models could not actually physically sit on the rooftops because they just come sliding or, or falling down. Right, you um, couldn't, uh, couldn't execute your game plan. Yes, so literally before they get... The first thing I did when I walked up to the board is I was like, I don't think I can actually scale anything here. So like me and John were literally like going building to building because there was a couple other ones that didn't have like the real sharp peak, but it was a more gradual and they were still just sliding off. And he was like, yeah, man, like I don't think you can actually scale any of this. And I was like, yep, I think you're right. So honestly, yeah. at that point... Yeah, yeah. I tried not to, like, I was, like, right on the the verge of, like, going into tilt mode where I was just like, this is BS. Like, I, like, I can't, I can't climb over anything, which is kind of, <laughs> you know, a huge part of, of the way that that list operates. So, um, ended up being Long March Intercept, and I was like, all right, my only shot here is doing another peekaboo situation. He was playing the Luke DLT gun line. Um, so he had triple sniper, double vigilance, um, rebel officers, uh, the four DLTs with the captain situational awareness, and then a fully loaded op Luke. So uh, I basically ran, <laughs> ran in there, scored the center, and then I don't think I ever scored the center again because he just positioned himself turns one through three. Kind of like, it almost felt like he let me grab the center so that he could just sit in position, and then he was basically in a position where it's like okay you pop out i'm gonna throw about 40 dice at these guys um and then if i try to shoot you back i can't do anything because you're in heavy cover with a unstrippable dodge essentially from nimble um so they almost they almost felt invincible when i was trying to trade shots with them and any shot that i set up like i did have a couple good fire supports it you know he'd eight hits would get through Two would go away to the heavy cover, one from the dodge. He'd roll four or five saves, take two wounds, and then the squad would die in return because it was at range three, thereby in range of all of his stuff. Um, and then once the Wookiees kind of got whittled down to like three, three models or less per squad, then all of a sudden Luke just like burst of speed it into me, and that was pretty much like game over. Um, he did not actually attack the Wookiees with Luke. He merely tied them up. Um, <laughs> so he played I Am a Jedi, so the two of them couldn't attack, and then he just sat there. Because if he killed them, then they're in the open to then be exposed to all the shots. Um, and then every time I tried to withdraw, he, he'd then go with Luke next and force push the unit that activated back into himself. Uh, so I literally, I remember, like, turns three and four, I'm literally, like, like, circling the board like i guess i'm basically unable to do anything uh with this luke guy sitting here um so yeah it was rough um and then i think we actually ended up playing it was at the point where i was like about to concede but it's like well i drove all the way back down for the sunday game we might as well play it through um but there did not seem like there was a uh, a legitimate shot after the uh, second scoring round at the end, of, or uh, yeah, second scoring round at the end of round four, um, but yeah, so a little bit of a a rough loss. The peekaboo only 
<laughs> it got me through round, uh, game two and three, but it was foiled on uh, game four when I was unable to scale the buildings, and then I was also on long long march against those rebel DLTs. Pretty rough, but it was fun. It was a good time overall. Three and one, so I was really happy with it. Yeah, I mean, three and one is great. Uh, sounds like just the worst thing to happen was your army is table defended. Yes. Yeah, good job, very, man. Very much so. What did I tell you about Long March? <laughs> you never play it's, Long March. You never you play never Long play March. <laughs> I was kind of in a situation because I had to ban Payload, and I think John thought I was joking um, when I said, well, I have to ban Payload because I've literally never played it, either in like a practice game or a tournament. And he looked at me like, all right, this guy's like trying to play head games. And uh, when in actuality it was a dead serious comet, I've never played it. So I I had to ban Payload. You definitely should have with a bunch of Wookiees. You definitely should have. (laughs) So I banned Payload. Yeah, I banned Payload to get to Intercept because I had no idea how to even play it. Um, And I'm thinking like, well, the peekaboo trick worked game two and three, so... Let's give this a shot. <laughs> 43 wounds well, of Wookiees is hard to chew through. You've got uh, between the melee and shooty Wooks, 12 wounds per squad, and then 7 for the Chieftain, so it's uh, 43 wounds total of peekabooing, uh, jumping over buildings and, and <laughs> grabbing objectives and taking off. Well, John, <laughs> my biggest recommendation to you is play Payload. So... Yeah, I think I should probably practice it one of these days. Yes. Yeah. Read, so, read the uh, read the objective card and then uh, go from there. <laughs> yeah, we're Step one. Getting a little spoilery objective. here. Yeah, get, getting <laughs> a little spoilery here. I had never played Payload um, before on a on a table, uh, but I had it in my deck. So, and I was blue player on my games. So, two of my games I ended up playing Payload. but um so uh my uh my army was yeah i had i was talking uh, our last episode i I kept waffling real hard i uh, decided eventually on a vader do list um vader with saber throw force push tenacity and seize the initiative Three dewbacks, all with tenacity and a T21, one of them with an HQ uplink. I also threw a Royal Guard in there with the Electrostep and Ascension Cables, uh, an Imperial Officer with Improvised Orders, uh, two Stormtroopers with T21s, and just because people think it's horrible, I threw in a Stormtrooper with an HH-12, a Specialist, and Recon Intel. So yes, I brought an HH-12. You're all welcome. <laughs> I like the Ascension Cables on the IRG. Yeah, they're doing their best working impersonation. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, it's good stuff. And then so you can obvious... still use scale to hop over stuff. Exactly. Uh, so obviously my list is very melee-focused with three dewbacks, IRG, and Vader. Um, my, uh, I was uh, 793. And I ended up being blue player in all of my games. Uh, with the third, we had tied and I won the roll off. So, uh, first game, I got paired against uh, Mike Cirillo, who uh, we just learned John played in round three. I got to play him in round one. And clearly, John won his first two games to play in the third round. Uh, so, Mike beat me. Um, <laughs> long story short, even with my deck, uh, I got too aggressive early, and I lost a dewback one turn one, turn two, and turn three. Uh, so, and I just at that point I just could not shoot through stuff. I I learned from my mistakes and did much better in my next two games. Um, just I got too aggressive. Instead of going darkness descends, I went straight into new ways to motivate them turn one, and he he was just that little bit too far to get. So my dewbacks were opened up to a few too many shots. Um, so I learned my lesson, and uh, round two, uh, got to play another CIS list. Uh, this one had kind of a, a smorgasbord of things. 
uh, Kraken, one Spider, one Magna Guard, Maul, and a bunch of B1s. Um, again, we're using my deck. Uh, and we ended up on Battle Lines, Limited Viz, and Payload, which is just amazing <laughs> for my list. Limited Viz, real good. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that went very well for me. Um, and very few models survived for my opponent at the end. Uh, basically, it was <laughs> Vader and Dubax go one way. My stormtroopers and officer go the other way, and my IRG goes where it needs to go. Um, the and yeah, so basically almost everything died. So and excellent. I I was able to score my um, payload, and I was able to stop these from moving. So it's a nice good time. And then my uh, third game. I ended up against an Anakin Bark list. And yes, we got payload again. So uh, <laughs> this one was much more interesting. Basically, Anakin and the clone ball went one way and the Barks went the other way. The Barks ended up having to face all of my stormtroopers and the officer and all of my melee threats went into the clone ball. Um, if you look at the final score of the game, it was a tie because uh, he was able to get his payload all the way and I was able to get mine all the way. Uh, but if you look at the table, he had three miniatures left. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Um, I wonder who won. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I won that game as well. Uh, so I did end the day at two and one, but not good enough two and one to make the cut because I did lose that first game. Um, but it was it was a great time, had a lot of fun, and so John, payload. It's what you want. You get your melee stuff towards them. Works every time. Um, I should probably play then, it once. Uh, <laughs> I agree, you should, you should play it. <laughs> so, um, what we haven't touched on yet is both Saturday and Sunday, there were skirmish events. So anybody who played on Friday could play skirmish on Saturday, and then anybody who played on Friday or Saturday could play skirmish on Sunday if they didn't make the cut. Uh, so I did end up playing the skirmish on Saturday, and I know Corey did as well. Um, I was very happy that there was no paint requirement for the skirmish. So... It let me play with some models I haven't really played with yet, and I decided to uh, have some fun with Dooku. So I brought Dooku, uh, two naked B1s, and two Magnus with rockets and situational awareness. Um, <laughs> yeah. You just I mean, brought the gross I, stuff. Like, it's literally okay. just, you don't you don't care about the core. Your Magnus and Dooku nah. will do all the heavy lifting. <laughs> exactly. And, man... Dooku is so much fun to play. Uh, so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the point when I have my Separatist painted up, and I will definitely be running some Dooku lists. Um, but wait, it was just a lot of fun. Uh, round one, I actually ended up against the same guy I played round three the day before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, he was using Anakin and uh, some Wookiees and some clones. Um, I mean, it looked like a pretty even matchup uh, until defense dice had to be rolled, and things just really went in my favor. Um, so <laughs> uh, I, I won that game. Uh, the next game was up against a. Uh, it was another Republic list. This time it was Obi Wan. So I went from Anakin to Obi Wan, uh, which felt very thematic playing as Dooku. Um, and yeah, double the fall. Here we go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so a uh, similar result. Uh, this time, though, we were playing the, the skirmish version of Breakthrough, and I was able to get one Magna Guard on one wound left into the deployment zone to score. <laughs> uh, I, I would have one on kill points, because I did kill Obi-Wan, and uh, a full arc squad with fives in it, with jetpacks. 
which was oh yeah, you would have won that one then. Pretty pretty cool to see. Uh, but yeah, so that was a really fun game. And then the third one is the game where I thought I was going to have a lot of trouble because I ended up against a uh, six act rebel list that had Sabine, Clan Ren, and Han. Nice. It's a lot of Pierce. Yeah. A lot of Pierce. Uh, and we were playing basically the, uh, I guess it's the key positions, just the center objective sort of thing. I believe it was turn two played. I cannot remember which of uh, Dooku's command cards it is, but it's the, the one where he gets uh, versatile so he can do his melee and shoot lightning. And um, no, sorry, I played his one pip, so I got the relentless. Uh, yeah, it's the same card, right? Am I drawn? And I can, again, I've only played it the three times now. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the three pip. No, the three pip the is one that... the one that does the lightning and double move. So it's the one pip that gives him relentless and versatile. Oh, sorry, the relentless plays. Right? Yeah, the one pip. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. All right. So on the one pip on turn two, I'm able to double move into Han. Kill him in one shot with my with my uh, lightsaber. Then do my lightning at Sabine, who's right next to who was right next to Han. You split fire this. <laughs> I, well, you can, you have nice. to versatile means you have to do the, the lightning attack. Yeah, you can't combine the attacks. So I got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So right. I get both attacks in. I get a little bit of wounds on Sabine, and then I force push Sabine into Duke. And she doesn't have the Darksaber. However, that same time, my opponent, he played a one-pip too. He played Explosions. And now Sabine can't escape her own Explosions. <laughs> because she's awesome. in base. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes through with the Explosions, but Sabine takes like two, three wounds off her own Explosions. <laughs> Did she die off of her own Explosion? She did not. She died the following oh. turn. But man, and then, meanwhile, epic. it would have been so good. And uh, meanwhile, at the same time, Clan Ren's right at range one of uh, Dooku, so he's just for the rest of the game choking one wound off them <laughs> each turn. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So uh, at the end of it, uh, he still had Clan Ren, and I think one guy left in a, a rebel trooper unit. Um, so at the end of the three rounds of skirmish, I was three and zero, and there was one other person who ended up being three and zero. Um, I thought, you know, I I got the pair down round three, so I thought I was going to get second place. Uh, turns out I got first place because the first person the other three and zero played in round one dropped after round one. So because the other person dropped without SOS words, I got first place. So I got a trophy. Again, first place in Scourge. <laughs> so while right, the... Congrats, uh, Brendan. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. So uh, while uh, Corey and John may have gotten top eight, I came back with a trophy. <laughs> womp womp. It's very true. Yeah. And then, again, there was Skirmish on... Um, Sunday, I did intend to play in that with a, a callous list. Uh, I decided not to because there was an uneven number of people, and I let the person who was supposed to judge play in that way. Uh, and then I ended up being the judge for skirmish on Sunday, which was pretty easy. Just a couple like line of sight calls. Yeah, skirmish is pretty chill. Awesome. We really, uh, job, Brendan. Really represented. I feel like that weekend. Two top eights and a skirmish winner. Yeah. Yeah, look out, world. Look <laughs> out, world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be like your celebrities. <laughs> Whoa, now. Whoa. Whoa. Don't know about that yet. <laughs> so uh, thanks to Nick for hosting a great tournament. Uh, Nick, Nick Bodner. His tables looked awesome as per usual. Uh, he had way more tables than he needed. <laughs> I don't remember the final count of tables, but uh, it was like at least 13 tables extra that he needed or some crazy amount. I don't remember. Um, 
So yeah, yeah it was awesome. Thanks, thanks, Nick. Very much appreciated. Best tables win. Oh yeah, definitely. And then he is going to be doing what's his next tournament? Uh, there Pax might be another Unplugged. showcase one, and then Pax Unplugged. That's right. Oh, boy, I don't know about you guys, but I, I can't wait for Pax Unplugged. It should be fun. Be I'm excited as well. Now I know to get there with much more time to uh, battle through the line at the entry. Yeah, last time you were like a minute away from like start time. Yes. <laughs> and I think I got there like 30, 45 minutes in advance and I was thinking like, oh, just walk right in. And it's like, no, you have to uh, get in this line of thousands of people. And I think they were checking vaccination cards. So, like, not only that, it was, like, a very, like, yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, it's giving me a a touch of anxiety. Yeah, and I (laughs) I also hope that, yeah, I also hope next year you uh, decide to take a picture to remember where you parked. Because, uh, John John couldn't find where he parked afterwards, and I parted ways with him, and... As I'm driving down the street, I still see John wandering, <laughs> trying to find his car. That's funny because I we we also parted ways, and then I just see him also walking on the street. I'm like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> and I didn't. Even he didn't know. even know. He doesn't even know. It's a it's a miracle. I don't even know how I win these games. Like, be... <laughs> I, mean, I just all love... your, you, you spend all your computing power on the game and then like everything else is just dead to you <laughs> 99 of my brain is going into the stats of uh black red and white dice for star wars legion and then i i save the one percent where i just like float through life thanks <laughs> awesome uh alrighty, so how about we wrap that up and then we'll talk about um some new shadow collective rules uh so if you think I'm prepared, uh, think again. <laughs> uh, but we could just talk about, yeah, no, not at all. Um, not at all. We could talk about some of the new lists that we're uh, interested in trying. Uh, if you're wondering how the um, Shadow Collective rules, like what what are they? Um, they're up on Atomic Mass's website. Uh, I could spew them out to you, but that might sound boring. So instead, uh, I'm going to go over like a list a list or two that I think is interesting. Um, so we got the bounty hunters available to like the bounty hunter rework. And that means Bosk can now be in, um, what is that? In separatist, which is like amazing. Disgusting. Uh, yes. Yeah. Full order control. And then yeah, boss gets the yeah, benefits off that. <laughs> what the separatist really needed was another range for gun. And this one actually. Was yeah. Interesting. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, we could just, I'll, I'll just briefly go over it. It's basically my AAT list that I brought, right? Uh, just minus the AAT and then um, just adding a whole bunch of more guns, right? So you got a regular generic super attack with comms relay, Bosk with like hunter targeting scopes. Um, and then you got six B1s. Uh, the version I came up with is you have three sniper ones, two... Uh, two of the repair ones, and then they have electro binoculars, and then are naked with just electro binocular, and then Magna Guard with RPS and situational awareness, and then two ion spiders with a link targeting array. So yeah, that comes out at a sweet eleven axe, and then seven ninety three. Uh, that's super gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah, um, the order control and like the extra benefit that boss gets. Uh, what he got like a point i think he got a points cut and then he also got he independent surge two uh with scale uh scale is a much much welcome change for him so hell yeah scaling up just scale up a building and just shoot at rain hell from like range four <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly what i want to do Disgusting. uh do you guys got any lists or anything interesting any interesting ideas you want to try with the uh, the new rules available to us. So one thing I want to try, since uh, Bosk does have the uh, the points drop, I want to, uh, and I've tried it before, but I just haven't found a list I'm happy with yet. I want to do a uh, a Bosk and Callus list because 
I really, I, 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 as you know, I, I like more of a melee skew. But I just would love to be up against a non-droid player and be able to play Merciless Munitions against somebody. <laughs> right. Just a bomb with poison you can't evade no matter how good you roll. It's just so nice. <laughs> it absolutely is, yeah. I think that should do well, like especially if you add some shore troopers to that, right? So you can shoot at range; they could shoot at range four, mm-hmm. uh, along with Bosk. Um, yeah, and then you can effectively choose whatever cards you might need in that situation. So, like you got, it's coordinated fire, and then uh, lying in wait, and then what's Callus's three pip? Callus's um, three pip is yeah. Is it the, the ruthless name. tactician? Ruth. With all the observation. Yeah, yeah. Ruth, 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 or, uh, tactics, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so they all kind of do the same thing, but like, depending on your situation, you could just kind of pick which card you need, um, which I think is like good flexibility for a list like that. Yeah, I mean the nobody really plays anybody with contingencies. Um, mostly yep. those, I mean, Talus feels a little undertuned, you know, trying to do a little too much, but I mean, he seems fun. Uh, I definitely want to play with him more. Callus is interesting for sure. Um, the tactical one, tactical one shots are really good. So just yeah. move, maybe maybe get an out of cover shot and shoot some. It's not bad. It's, not, it's he's in an okay spot. It's just other things are better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And as good as he is with his uh, his staff, yeah. He, he has trouble against people who are more melee focused. He's he's no Jedi. No. He'll get crushed. He's no <laughs> Jedi, and he will not stand up to a bunch of wounds. No. Nope. Or Magna Guard. He just can't put put out the dice to deal with them. Yeah, I, I think he'll do well in, against other troopers, but just not any of those specialized ones. Agreed. Which is kind of... Un- I've, uh, the meta right now that you see so many Magna Guard lots of Wookiees. So, like, it's almost like he he doesn't play well in the current meta either. Yeah, which is why you probably don't see him as much. Yep. Yep, exactly. John, what about you? Do you have any uh, lists that you want to try out or thinking about? Uh, I'm, I've put together a couple lists. Um, there's not a whole lot of things that I can add into clones just because they're already point straps even if you throw in like the two naked pikes it saves you a couple points but you end up still needing the three phase ones or phase two phase one combos so there's been nothing where i was like oh man like this solves a big problem for me you'd almost just rather have those points and and use like a naked phase one as like a dodge aim battery um so i've looked at like a couple just shadow collective um only type list or what would that is that is it technically a battle formation a shadow collective battle formation oh yeah it's uh technically a battle force okay so see so, i mean the couple things that i thought were interesting just looking at more of like a a skeleton of a couple things is like if you do a double pike capo with vigilance five or uh, six pike foot soldiers four with the range four gun two naked and then maul with force push saber thrown up close and personal that's 626 nine x and then i keep playing around with the other 175 points um to make it 11 act whether you do like super commandos or change one of the pikes out to a black sun to get more um range two firepower like you can upgrade one of the the nakeds to the black sun and then also do the super commandos make it a 10 act and then between maul the super commandos and the black sun there's some interesting stuff all kind of lined back by this range four gun line with uh with double vigilance and then the fact that they've got um, outmaneuver. It's not as cool as the Rebel one because of Nimble. Like the, it, Once they spend the dodge, it's gone. They don't just keep recycling it, essentially, where it's like this never-ending dodge token, cover three type situation, almost. Um, but it seems interesting. I don't know. I mean, on paper, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. Um, so I'm excited to try something in that vein. I'm actually looking at something similar to that. Um 
two two pike capos, uh, six pikes with you know the range four guns, and then Mandalorian super commandos with rook, and then situational, and then Maul with force push, saber throw, vigilance, and tenacity, and that's ten x at seven ninety. That's like a pretty oh, sweet bid. That's solid. So like I, that's what I'm looking at. I'm like okay, you know you got the range four gun line, and then super commandos can back up Maul. You know they they get the retinue with rook. Um, yeah. So I think you just play all mall cards, and then like your pike capos will um, just feed dodges via the aid keyword. Um, whenever they take a dodge, they can give a dodge to someone else for just the low low cost of one suppression. <laughs> so I, it's not as good as like nimble rebel troopers, but like it's still pretty sweet. Like this is this is probably the first list I'm gonna try with this battle force because ten act mall. Yeah, sign me up with like a pretty decent bid. I'll infiltrate on recover the supplies and then uh, nightmares will ensue. <laughs> yeah, then your opponent just goes, "All right, see you later. I'll pack up my okay, stuff." Okay, all right, we could we can end this game. <laughs> <laughs> you concede after the infiltrate. They you that you put them all down via infiltrate. They get out their ranger and go, "Yep, that's a double move grab situation." You know what? I quit. <laughs> <laughs> the turn zero concession. <laughs> that's right. Alrighty, guys. How about we wrap this up? Stay awesome. There you go. <laughs> Stay glorious. Or no, no, no. Our, that's not our catchphrase. I forgot our catchphrase. Stay glorious, everyone. <laughs> Alrighty. I'm Corey. I'm John. I'm Brendan. I don't know what to say about this episode. Bye. If you liked this episode and would like to interact with us, please like our page on Facebook. Search for the Inglorious Blasters, a Star Wars Legion podcast. Follow us on Instagram at SWL Inglorious Blasters. Subscribe to us on your preferred podcasting app. Please give us a rating and maybe leave a review. It would really help us out. Stay glorious, everyone. <laughs>